Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast today. Beverly and I are going to be discussing the transformational concept of alignment. Well, and after identity, this is the most important one because whom you align with and the energy that you align with, what you surround yourself with, that's what's going to begin to manifest in your life. I mean, it's just the law of attraction. So once you're out there and you're in the world, not in the world, not of it, but living in it, you have to bring your light with you and your alignment is crucial. What you believe, knowing who you are, knowing where you came from, just like Jesus did and knowing where you're going. That's what you want people to see in you. And so your alignment is imperative. It actually expands your identity once you realize who you are. And hopefully you've had time to take the redemptive uh, assessment and start that journey. But then as you begin to align with heaven through time and resources, that's two things that God talks about sanctifying in our life, time and resources. Why? Because when we realize who we are, then God begins to align us with the time and resources to step into our assignment. And so this is part of what today's about. But I mentioned last week when Arthur Burke and I were meeting about our transformational model of identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. And he mentioned, obviously, the material's not perfect because no material is, but the idea of the way it's laid out is absolutely heaven's design, the order of it. It begins with identity, then alignment, then empowerment and assignment. And you can't jump ahead. You can't jump into your assignment until you know who you are. You can't really find empowerment until you connect with the right people and you connect with heaven's design and resources and time to walk that out. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And the word for alignment is intimacy. So think about this. The early church was born. They weren't around a cause of we're going to change the world or we're going to actually transform even Jerusalem or Judea or all the world. They aligned with the concept of intimacy once they realized they were legitimate because, yeah, the legitimacy of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The next thing you know, it says they lived in such intimacy that nobody lacked. That's right. Everybody's needs were met. Everybody was was well taken care of because legitimacy bursts intimacy with each other so we can align with our spiritual community and step into our purpose and our destiny. Today, Beverly and I are going to show you a testimony of Dr. Uh, Jeremy Deaton. He's a veterinarian who his entire clinic where he uh, manages 25,000 patients, animals, right? Yeah. He's a veterinarian. Uh, throughout our territory, and he uses his ministry. He an entire intercessory prayer team. Oh, it's powerful. I mean, so specifically, I mean, they all have their mission. They know exactly what they're supposed to be praying, when they're supposed to be praying it, and it's a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week prayer mobilization. His veterinary clinic it's is amazing. an ecclesia. It is God uses him to minister powerfully to animals and to people, and then not only that, they travel the world as missionaries treating sick animals and helping people around the world. It's a very powerful story, so check that out. We'll be back, and then we'll talk more about alignment. I'm Dr. Jeremy Deaton. I own Deaton Veterinary Services in Cedar Bluff, Alabama. I went to veterinary school. I wanted to be a missionary uh, overseas, and through a really long chain of events, God put me back in my hometown and put me back serving uh, my home people, if I will, my family in Cherokee County. But over the years, as I began to learn that 
Ministry is the workplace. It is outside of the church as we've been termed, the church proper. It's really changed my whole concept of God and how he operates through the lives of individuals. And so our practice is very unique. It's very different. It's a very integral part of our practice. And we actually have a prayer team that comes in the mornings and they lay hands and they anoint the sick patients in the hospital uh, for healing and they pray scriptures over them and they pray psalms over them and we have uh, praise music. We blow the shofar at six every morning in our practice uh, to remind the devil that the Lord is the healer and he's our Jehovah and he, he's our provider. And so it's been a weird concept, but it really shouldn't be a weird concept. One of the first teachings the Holy Spirit taught me in this ecclesia medical ministry was the Lord said, I want you to put your Christmas cross up and then I want you to put lights on it. I thought this is the craziest thing in the world. Why would you want me to do that? It's not Christmas, it's not wintertime. But I yielded to the, what the Holy Spirit was telling me. And so we did. All of a sudden, you know, the Lord just comes in that moment and he says, I ask you to do that for a reason. And so I just ignored it, dismissed it. Turn, come to find out a week later, a person calls the clinic and wants to speak to me and says it's not about an animal. And they had really been struggling and they had really been uh, dealing with a lot with the Lord. They were drinking. Um, they had decided they were going to take their own life. They were headed back home. And we live, we practice on a straightaway of a main highway. And I guess he was reaching out to the Lord. And about the time he came around the corner, he saw the cross and the Lord spoke to him in that moment. Another thing that we do that it's kind of unique is that we actually line item prayer as a treatment. You know, I believe, I believe in medicine. I practice good medicine. But I also believe more strongly in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe on the cross that Jesus' body was broken for healing, and that's for humans and animals. And so when we have a critical patient, when we have a hospital patient, we will actually go in there and, and the treatment item says intercessory prayer by doctors, elders, or church staff. So if your animal is prayed over when you're in our practice, you actually see that right under the surgery or whatever treatment that was done. And a lot, even the practice board has come at me about that. And you know, we don't charge for it. So it's not like we're, you know, charging for this service. We have seen countless time over and over and over again where the client comes in and they ask about that or their animals healed and we're able to go back and say, well, that's where the healing happened. It was through prayer where it was happening. It's documented in the medical record. This past week, we were, we were speaking to a client just practicing real faith and the dog had a really large nasal tumor about the size of an orange coming out of his nose. The husband was on hospice. He has cancer. He's dying. The dog was dying. They have no children. It's just a, a very, very tragic situation in the natural. And the Holy Spirit said, well, just tell the lady to speak to that tumor and tell it to fall off. And they got up the next morning, the tumor's gone. And so it was an opportunity, it had nothing to do with me, of course, but it had an opportunity for the Holy Spirit, for Jesus to get all the credit in that situation. And the husband who's dying and he's terminally ill with cancer was able to see an actual miracle performed in the house through the working of the Holy Spirit. And so it's these little things, it's these little moments in workplace ministry where God receives the glory that he's due. We had a high school student who works for us, who is a young believer, she's spirit-filled, and she said, Mr. Jeremy, I want to be able to bless clients, but I really don't want to talk to them. And I get that. Sometimes people can be a little bit uh, overwhelming or they can be a little bit offensive. And so she came up with this idea to place cards or notes from Jesus in their bags when they leave. So if they're picking up medicine, if they're picking up discharge papers, whatever the case may be, she came up and she prayed with some ideas for that. If Jesus was going to speak to this client, what would he say? 
It's not confrontational. They're actually on these little uh, index cards. They're like half of an index card in size. And so it's non-confrontational. We slip it in the bag. They don't even know it's in the bag till they get home. Time and time again, we're seeing clients call us back because when they got home, the thing that they had been praying for, the thing that they'd been dealing with, the thing that they'd been asking God for, came in the form of a message in a bag from a vet clinic. And that's the whole concept of Ecclesia, is being able to speak Jesus to people, allowing Jesus to speak through our ministry model at the office. And I've had clients call back that drive from Birmingham. We have a huge client base, over 24,000 people. And so we're able to reach 24,000 people a year with these cards and with just the actions in the, in the ministry model. And they would call, I had one lady call a couple of months ago and she said, uh, I had a, an issue. And so we went through the proper chain and it finally got to me. And the issue was that she received the same note from Jesus the time before when she came and said, is that all that he has to say to me? And so that really spoke to me. And so now we have a whole set of different things and we asked the Lord, I asked the Lord really quickly in between rooms, which model or which card do they need? And so I just want to read this, um, this one because this one has had a great impact on so many people. And this is what's in their bag when they go home. They just pull it out and like, huh, what's this? It says, you have a purpose in this life. You're cared for and you're cared about. The world would not be the same without you. You are wanted and you're needed here. You are loved and appreciated. Don't give up. Keep pushing forward and know that you've got this. I loved you enough to give my life for you. And I want you to be, I want to be part of your life. And it's signed, Jesus. What a simple concept that was the Holy Spirit and to live out the Ecclesia workplace ministry model. Dr. Jeremy Deaton is doing great exploits for the Lord and his kingdom. Well, he, he had a revelation of the Ecclesia that he had already put into place, that he was moving forward and training people as leaders in the community in a way that I've not seen happening, especially in his field. And I think that when he aligned with us, it just took the whole message to another level level for him because when you're out there doing this work and you're not connected, you're just, you know that you've had a word from the Lord, but then when God brings a community and you're now part of that community, it just went forward exponentially. I love the Jesus notes uh, they put in the bags that have so many testimonies of people coming back. That, that was exactly what I needed to hear. Think about it. It's simple as just putting a note in a package as a, as a message from Jesus, how radically that transformed people's lives. Well, when we talk, we're talking about alignment. If you would like to align with us here in our transformation community, people ask all the time, how do I engage? Well, several levels. One, you can um, re receive a daily email to your e <laughs> daily email into your inbox. That's Is that correct. right? Uh, which gives you information. It's uh, uh, full of encouragement, prophetic insight. Uh, so that you can receive that daily free of charge, of course. Also free of charge, you can uh, receive our four-week transformational model to teach as discipleship. You get a PDF copy of the book and uh, also four videos that go along with that so that you can experience that in your own family or sphere of influence or use it to teach others. And then, of course, points of light. These are what we call ecclesias, where people join us to say, I'm going to open my home, my business, my 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 group at school, my 
group in my sphere of influence, and I'm going to begin to lead people in the transformational process. And last but not least, of course, you can align with us through giving. You can give at wordalive.org or all in Alabama and uh, giving a first fruits or a tithe or an offering or, or, or just a generous faith gift. This helps us continue to do everything that we're called to do and aligns us around God's purposes. I'll be teaching you some today about alignment. The only two things we have really that we can align with heaven or each other is our time and our resources. Most everybody I know has great dreams. They have a great something in their heart that they feel called to do, but we either lack time or resources. And God has the answer for both. It's called a Sabbath and it's called the first fruits principles. And we're gonna teach that on alignment today Hopefully, it's going to bless you, help you to align with God's kingdom purpose for your life. And then Bev and I'll be back and pray for you. So watch this and be blessed. Welcome to session two of our transformation course, Experiencing Supernatural Change. Last week, we talked about identity. Hopefully, by now, you've taken the redemptive gift assessment and you're beginning to identify your gift and your calling. Now, if you're like me, you probably uh, ranked high in two or three gifts, so don't get caught up in that. Just begin to read through the renunciations and the blessings. Begin to study the characters in the Bible that had those gifts, and you will begin to see your gift very clearly, the one or two redemptive gifts that God has given you by grace to walk into your purpose and destiny as you have been uniquely gifted to do. Hopefully you have prayed the prayers of blessing and renunciation over yourself, over your loved ones, and you are beginning to experience transformation on the level of identity. In this session, we'll be talking about alignment. Now, I won't be teaching line upon line, precept upon precept, but just giving you the general concept of what it means to align with the kingdom of God. Alignment is one of the most powerful spiritual principles that we can access in our transformational process. We like to use the concept of a magnet. Most of us have experienced this either in school or uh, some type of session that we've been in, uh, uh, some type of assignment maybe that we had in school of the power of a magnet. You can set a magnet down and the same size and piece of metal and in both of this, the magnetized piece of metal and the, and the metal that has no power whatsoever, you can set them side by side. One has power, one doesn't. The only difference in these two pieces of metal is that the atoms in one are aligned. The same atoms in the piece of metal that has no magnetic power are in it. They're just not aligned. That's why Jesus talked about the kingdom of God very specifically saying, don't look somewhere else for it. It's actually within you. God has given us everything we need inside of us to live out a kingdom life with holiness, purity, grace, faith, revelation, knowledge. It's all on the inside of us by the power of the kingdom of God. It simply has to be aligned. And so in this session, we talk about how to align with God's purposes or with heaven's purposes, and it's found in a supernatural way. The only resources that you and I have to align with God are our time and our money. And God's given us a kingdom calendar and a kingdom currency so that we can align through the kingdom of God. Most of us, I've found, don't really know a lot about the, the biblical or kingdom culture of currency and calendar. So let's hit the calendar first. 
God very specifically has given us a calendar, not based on the sun, but based on the moon. It's a lunar calendar. And so what's exciting to me about that is the sun, it shines bright every day. Well, you and I know that doesn't happen in our lives. We're not created or designed to shine bright every day. But a lunar calendar has seasons of light and seasons of darkness. It's cyclical, not linear. That's exciting for us in the life of transformation in the kingdom of God because we realize that I'm going to have dark days and I'm going to have bright days, but it's all a process. And the good news is it's not linear, it's cyclical. cyclical. <laughs> so I can cycle with God. So if I missed it last week, I get to another chance to get it right this week. If I missed it last month, I get to get it right this month or even annually. These timings of God are Genesis 1.14. It says God has given us the stars, the moon, and the, and the skies, the constellations, so that we can know the appointed times or the moedims or the divine appointments of the Lord. In the Bible, God has given us designed appointments, just like you and I would have a dentist appointment that's scheduled sometimes six months out for a cleaning or what have you, and we've set that appointment. God has divine appointments on your calendar spiritually that He wants to meet with us and wants to move us exponentially in transformation as we align our time with God. There's three of them. There's a weekly cycle called the Sabbath. This is very prominent throughout Scripture that God says, take one day a week, a 24-hour period, and rest and spend time with the Lord so that you can recoup energy and strength, look toward the past of mistakes, find grace to move forward in the future. It's a gift of God. That's why Jesus said in the New Testament, uh, man was not made for Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man. It's an absolute gift. But it's not just one Sabbath, it's Sabbaths. Because then monthly, there's a calendar event on God's calendar that's called Rosh Kadesh. It's the new moon. Every time the new moon comes out, it begins to look like a thumbnail. Now, I hate to tell you how ignorant I was, but I didn't study uh, so much in school. And so I didn't realize this moon was, was coming in a circle every month. I thought it was random, like all of a sudden you've got a uh, you know, full moon and then a no moon. No, this is an a intentional design by God that it cycles. That's where we get the word month from moon. It cycles every, every month. And so the, the concept of the Bible was there was at the new moon each month was a time to pause. This is when you would get prophetic revelation. The Bible says there's 12, uh, in the book of Revelation says there's 12 trees on the river of life, each bearing fruit, one for each month for the healing of the nations. This is a biblical concept that we can align monthly with the purposes and the plans of heaven. This is where we gain prophetic insight and revelation to each month. Each month's tied to a tribe. Each month's tied to a constellation. The whole universe works on this calendar, but most of us have missed out because we believe that this was either Jewish or it was an old covenant concept, but no, this is a spiritual concept. So you've got the weekly uh, calendar, you've got the monthly calendar, but then you've got the annual feast, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. These aren't random feasts. Jesus died on Passover. The actual day the Bible said the lamb was to be sacrificed. He rose on first fruits. The Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. Tabernacles was when Israel began to move in the glory of God in the promised land. 
all of these annual feasts are creatively designed to work along with our giftedness to align us with the power and the plans of heaven so that we can receive the anointing and power to live a transformational life. So not only a calendar, but then we have a currency. In the world system, we seek things and we save things and we hold on to things. But in a kingdom mentality, we actually give away. In the world system, we take. In the kingdom mentality, we give. It's based on the seed principle. Jesus said in the New Testament, the whole kingdom of God can be understood through the seed principle. Whatever you sow, you reap. And so hence, Jesus gave us the concept of tithes and first fruits offerings so that we can align our resources with God and begin to live in a supernatural place of provision based from the kingdom of God. Jesus said something like this, don't lay up treasures on earth where men can break in and steal them or rust can corrode them, but lay up treasures in heaven for where your heart is, there will your treasure be also. So he's given us the concept of giving, not only that we can live a blessed life, but that we can align our lives with heaven's purposes through giving. All of this Sabbath and money, time and money are based on first fruits principle. The whole of the Bible is built on first, the first mention of something, Jesus being a first fruits of our, of our salvation. It's all based on first. That's why Jesus said so powerfully when he was preaching the message of the kingdom in Matthew chapter 6, he said, don't, don't seek like the world seeks. Don't, don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, what you're going to put on. Look at nature. Look at the birds and the, and the trees and the lilies of the field. They don't even sow or reap, yet God takes care of them, feeds the birds, clothes the flowers more beautifully even than Solomon in all his array and glory. Don't seek like that. Jesus simply said in Matthew 6, seek the kingdom of God first, and then all these things will be added unto you. Yes, we're to seek, but not as the world seeks. Seek first the kingdom of God. Align with heaven first. As we do, all things will be added unto us. There are two main stressors we discuss in this chapter that almost all of humanity experience on the earth, and that is time and money. We either have enough money and not enough time, or enough time and not enough money, and we always struggle with these two concepts. Isn't it interesting that God gave us two powerful kingdom principles of calendar and currency to align with heaven so that we never have to worry about that and we can live the abundant life that Jesus called us to live. It's all summed up for me in Proverbs chapter 3. It's a very powerful uh, chapter in God's Word talking about God's plan and purpose for our lives being unfolded. And it simply says something like this, Trust in God with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, translated days, in all your days, acknowledge God and He will direct your path. In other words, get on God's calendar and then your steps will be ordered by God and you will find that you're at the right place at the right time when heaven wants to move to align you and release blessings on your life. Then it goes on to say in verse 9 and 10, Honor the Lord with your first fruits and your resources, and then your barns shall be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. 
as we align our lives through our time and our resources with the plan of heaven, all of a sudden, supernatural provision begins to occur in our life. It's the way God created and designed us to be. It's a place of humility saying, God, I'm not trusting my strength or ability, but I'm, I'm trusting heaven's strength and ability as I align to provide for my life. That's the way God designed us to live. The Psalm says it's vain for us to stay up late worrying and eating the bread of sorrows because unless the Lord builds the house, the labor labors in vain. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. We find this lifestyle through kingdom alignment. You know, I have found that my studies, it says the most powerful force on the earth is the ocean. Why? Because all streams and rivers run to it, not from it. Why? It's the lowest point. Jesus said this. He said, humble yourself, I will exalt you. Exalt, exalt yourself and you will be humbled. As we humble ourselves saying, God, we can't live this life and live this experience on earth as we desire to do without your help. As we humble ourselves and begin to honor God with our time and our money, our two most significant resources, all of a sudden, everything starts running to us, not from us, and we're experiencing the transformational life of the kingdom of God that He's created and designed us to live. Now, there's so much information to share with you in this chapter, and so make sure and go to the workbook. It's all laid out for you, and you'll begin to see and understand how all of these dynamics work as you study this session. Also, make sure and click on the QR code. It'll take you to sermons, messages, and teachings that will let you dive deeper into this subject of aligning with God's kingdom. As you put yourself in position to align with God, get ready. Everything on the inside of you is going to begin to align, and you're going to experience the power of transformation in a brand new way in Jesus' name. I'll see you next session. Hopefully you've enjoyed this teaching on alignment. Once again, you can get the entire series free of charge. There's a link that you can go there. It gives you a PDF book and all the videos so that you can begin to step into the transformational experience or lead others through, which is our heart. Hopefully that we can duplicate and replicate this so that sons and daughters of God can be raised up in the earth for his kingdom purposes. Romans 8, the whole earth is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God that bring transformation to the earth. Bev's got some uh, commentary from our transformation book itself. Yes, and I just, I love the teaching. I mean, especially about the bar, you know, and about the energy because we were talking about that. The earlier. metal bar and the magnet. Yes, I mean, that is exactly right. I mean, we have to be aligned so that our energy is connected to others. We are fitly joined living stones. And I love that whole analogy that once we are in exactly the proper alignment, yes. then God begins to bless that. And these are just some really interesting things that you covered. You have everything you need to live the life God designed for you. Mm. The key isn't finding something more, but first to set the things, the raw materials, wow. what God is already giving you, putting in alignment all of the resources that you have, your time, your money, where God has placed you in your sphere of influence, in your community, in your family. You're not there by mistake. This is a very specific design, and you are very much needed right where you are. Then it goes on. The power first, that empowers us to align with God. He just, he just wants to know that your heart is aligned with His. Matthew 6, 33, seek 
first the kingdom of God. First, that's right. All these things will be added to you. Everything that you could possibly need is already within you because of your design and God's intentionality. It goes on time. We acknowledge God in all of our ways with all of our days. Then it goes on. Our treasure. We honor God with our possessions and every bit of our first fruits of increase. And where you are isn't who you are, nor is where you are where you must remain. But where you are is where you must be. Now, that's worth reading again. This is just because you might not find yourself in the circumstances that you know that you're supposed just like Dr. Darius. I mean, that was an amazing, amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know where to put all of his resources. He didn't know where to begin. He thought he was going to law school. He thought he was doing something completely differently. Read it again. It's where you are isn't who you are, nor is where you are where you must remain. But where you are is where you must begin. Hey, that is, is it. This is a new beginning. Tabernacles is always about new beginnings. And we are in a begin again. You have to start right where you are. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. If you're trying to run away from yourself, just remember, wherever you go, there you will also be. <laughs> so you're not going to outrun yourself. So it's just time to do that introspective work. Uh, I think I shared on uh, one of our podcasts a while back. You have to do your own shadow work and you have to, once you've got your identity in place, then there are all of the things and you have to, to look at the good and all of the other choices that maybe had consequences. So now you just move past all of that and you start making better choices because you know who you are and you know who you're aligned with. And now all all of that energy that you're producing just begins to draw all of the blesses and all the yeses and all of the amens right to you. And then you just begin to let it flow right out of you. It's just such a natural progression because now you know who you are and you're aligned and it is a beautiful experience. So I encourage you, make sure and study this. If you've not taken that redemptive gifts test, by all means, take it. It's a great, I mean, really a great way to get to know yourself a little better and those around you. Beautiful. Barry and I have really enjoyed our time with you today. And uh, once again, the transformation materials free of charge. You can get it all online. And thank you so much for tuning in with us. We just bless you today. Yes. We bless you with divine alignment. As you take the steps now to align your time, begin to honor God with the Sabbath. Begin to honor God in His Sabbaths. Begin to honor God with your resources and the first fruits of your increase. Your barns shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall overflow with new wine. That God will bring you into a powerful spiritual community, a transformation community so that you can begin to live out your creative design and see all that God has for you fulfilled in Jesus' name. We love you. We bless you. Thank you for watching and we'll see you again next time.